Good morning, everyone. Or as uh, Leon just reminded me, since I don't know when you're listening to this, the right way to maybe introduce this morning's Mind World podcast would be to say good day, everyone. And that's because we, today we're going to be talking to Leon Cosgrove. Leon is uh, the general manager for MineRP in the Asia Pacific region. He's uh, based in, in Queensland, in uh, Australia. Just before I jump in there, thank you for uh, joining us again on the Mind World podcast. It's always privilege for us to speak with you. And as always, I'd like to remind you that the Mind World podcast is about stretching your mind and, and about introducing all things new and interesting into, into the world of mining. So we'd love to have your ideas or your thoughts as well. Please subscribe and comment and tell us what you'd like for us to talk about. So this morning, as I said, uh, at least it's morning for me. Leon, for you, it's quite a bit later, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's um, yeah, in the afternoon, but it's a pleasant afternoon over here. Nice uh, late spring weather coming on, um, almost coming almost summery. Well, welcome again to the Mine World Podcast. I think we had you on a year ago when you just started uh, at MineRP. And it's just about a year now since you, since you joined the company, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's um, actually a week from the day I joined uh, a year ago. Yeah, but uh, interestingly, I was... Um, actually arrived to the company the day before I was meant to officially start. I flew over to the Durandry sessions um, in South Africa for the ecosystem gathering. Yeah, it was sort of like I was pretty eager, I suppose, uh, to get there and uh, be involved before that. So uh, yeah, that's how, that's how keen I was to join MineRP. So of course, this is not your first uh, rodeo, as they say. You've been around the block when it comes to mining and mining technology with a technical mining technology or, or more generic technology in general, you've been involved quite a bit. Why don't you just quickly t tell our listeners, give us a thumbnail sketch of how you arrived at where you are. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I originally studied um, to be a geologist. Um, I was a geologist, uh, exploration geologist with, with CRA, uh, Rio Tinto, back in the late 80s, uh, up in northern Queensland, um, gold, uh, porphyry copper, um, exploration, um, you know, typical of Rio, the large target type of things, you know, they're looking for the next Porgra um, uh, to, to, to mine. And then uh, I, I got very interested when I was working with Rio um, around the information technology. They were way ahead of the game in terms of um, bringing in remote sensing capabilities, image processing. I was using a lot of this sort of uh, capability um, in, in my day and when I was comparing against my friends who were out there in other companies, they had no idea what I was talking about. And I, I could see uh, later on um, that I was like at least five plus years ahead <laughs> in terms of technology I was using. And it struck a real strong interest in terms of computing. Um, I had done computing back in uni and then I thought, yeah, I really want to sort of take this further and look at how I combined um, the my geology with the uh, computer science area. But I, uh, I, I sort of sort of took a a bit of a bent in the business side of things and um, I sort of ended up with a, bit, a Bachelor of Business uh, degree and I've uh, got uh, more into the information system side of things um, and yeah. got found myself uh, doing a lot of work in you know material tracking, finished goods, you know all the, all the business side of thing and you know, not in the mining geology resource modeling space. Uh, I sort of was away from that. So I, I found myself getting a very broad in the whole value chain essentially not just uh, in in, in mining the material, but actually extraction, the um, processing, the logistics, the selling, wow. the marketing, 
and all that. So um, yeah, so that was with when I was joined um, the Mineral Sands Company, RGC Mineral Sands, but now yeah. I Luca, and then I went across into BHP, and uh, I did a stint also with uh, Rio Tinto again, back into geology again. I was working as a exploration geologist out in the out near Kalgoorlie for a mining company. Then had a little bit of a break from another job I was doing. Uh, oh yes, also in between all this, I became a CIO of a, a medium-sized company who had properties in, in, in coal uh, projects in, in uh, Indonesia, and also they had projects in um, New South Wales as well, and uh, sort of implemented SAP systems and did whole digital transformation for them. But a lot of that, actually a lot of that experience and sort of understanding in terms of that uh, types of approaches actually came from a stint I had working for a automatic fare collection company called uh, ERG. And that's where I learned all about platforms, you know, which uh, prepared me for uh, for my RP when I came and uh, joined them. Yeah. But it's also interesting. My impression is, as I, as I meet many mining people around the world, that geologists kind of do have a natural affinity for, for data systems and working with data sets. I've, I've seen many geologists venturing away from, from core geology, but using those data and analytical skills to, to kind of transfer into the, in, into the more generic world of understanding the impact of different data sets on, on each other and, and kind of, if I may say so, connecting the dots. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's right. Um, you know, really, it's uh, it's at the beginning when you're sort of looking and exploring. It's um, it's a it's a puzzle. It's uh, yeah. it's an investigation. It's um, you're working with the unknown at the beginning, and then trying to bring together what what is common, what's the pattern, what is the uh, what's happening here. You you use a lot of models um, in terms of like deposition models. You know the, the you know the ore formation models, and then you. You play a lot in terms of saying, "Oh, how how is this fitting? What's this doing? You know, what's the structure is doing, and what's this how it's doing?" Uh, you know, when I started, there's hardly any uh, decent um, sort of computing capabilities in terms of three-dimensional modeling, uh, those sort of things that we have now, and the capability that MineRP provides. It's a it's a completely different world, and that's sort of over 30 years. The, the change has been incredible. So, so here's an interesting question. Maybe just before we jump in, uh, or, or we continue with with the rest of your story, uh, you know, you you are comparing uh, different technologies to each other. But do you think that the way that geologists um, approach their job has actually changed, or have they just been able to do their job digitally now? Um, because uh, you know, we we all hear about digital transformation, and then we see a lot of systems that capture data and report on data, and, and that's all fair. But you know, John McGannon has an interesting saying. He always refers to this as as quicker pencils. And we're still using pencils; it's just faster pencils now. <laughs> or have you seen real change in that world? Yeah, I think I think geologists have always been very open to new technology. And so they've probably been on the cutting edge. They probably, I think, uh, sort of blowing my own trumpet here, but you know, you, we, we, we do look for opportunities for innovation. You, you have to. You go um, find a new way of opening up that all body, understanding it, and um, you go and try to find every tool available to uh, to look to do that. Um, so and, and, yeah. And, and, 
you know, increased ore body knowledge is really where the value lies for a mining company. I mean, if you if you're able to to describe or to model it better than than your competitor, you're going to be so much better off immediately. Oh, and that's right. And then um, and then if you get that understanding, and especially in say a region which you uh, applying a, a particular model to, and um, and you get that uh, insight and understanding in terms of what's this doing, then all of a sudden you, you're ahead of the game. You're able to then say, look for other familiar patterns and uh, out there, which can lead you towards um, that next other ore body that's nearby. You know, you, you sit and wait until they drop the ground and then you dive in there, you know, knowing uh, <laughs> that there's that possibility that uh, they, they've missed something. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's it's a, a very, very much a predatory game sometimes in the exploration geology. It's... Uh, <laughs> And not, so, not unfamiliar actually to software, really, when you think about it. So yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> so so after those ventures, then as a geologist, how did you end up, you know, getting into contact with Minor P, or or how did you get to meet Minor P? I was a colleague um, who I was working for. I, I had a stint in um, consulting with SI companies, um, a company called Wipro, and um, uh, George McCulloch had had experience with uh, Minor P beforehand was uh, very keen for us to participate uh, and, and, and collaborate with uh, MineRP. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, which we did. Um, we had a great opportunity with BHP Coal at the time, back in 2016. And I worked really closely with the guys, um, you know, with Andres and uh, Bruce and, and the rest of the team. And um, yeah, it was a great experience. So we you know, came out of that with a, a really solid uh, respect for each other. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of the, both the companies and what we provided and also as you know, collaborating together. And uh, I then took an opportunity to go to Canada with, with Wipro at the time. And, um, and lo and behold, most of the whole the Exco and Minor AP um, ended up on the my doorstep. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> meeting them pretty much uh, nearly uh, every so couple of months or so. And yeah. I, I sort of became the local rugby organiser for Minor AP to arrange tables at the local Aussie Kiwi ex expat pub to watch exactly. South African games and the spring tour and whatever else was going on at the time. Yes, yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, so it, it, it became very, very easy in the end to, you know, take the offer when Peter, Peter Nell offered it to me. And that was in July last year. It was like, I knew the company, I knew what you guys were all about, affected, uh, you know, the, the people in the, in the company. So it was a, a very easy. Hmm. So, so tell us about your, your role now. What is it that you you're tasked to do? Well, yes, I'm the general manager for Asia Pacific. Yeah, it's it's very much focused on business development, but you know, but also bringing my sort of knowledge as well um, across mining and also my experience in uh, sort of you know, in, in in mining companies as well, especially my roles as a, as a CIO, um, working in with the exec level people. Uh, in, in those companies um, also and, and also my consulting background um, as well. I would, uh, uh, my final role with, with Wipro was as the Director of Digital Transformation, so working very closely for a lot of uh, CDOs, CTOs and that as well. So I, I sort of got a, an insight into how these guys think and, and what's sort of driving them. And so, yeah, it's it's it, it sort of can help. Well, it can, I'm hoping it does help uh, MineRP to uh, you know, penetrate the market here and mm. um, and also you know, bring a diverse range of experience I've got as well because I've just not been in mining and been across a, under quite a few sectors. And 
a bit of variation in knowledge and different ways of thinking is, is important. You've had the opportunity to, as you just mentioned, uh, gain, op uh, gain knowledge and experience in the mining world, technical, which is key for MinerP, but also that ERP, that SAP implementation experience that you've uh, that you've been able to gain. And for MinerP, you know, unifying those two worlds, the, the mining technical world and the financial logistics uh, uh, business planning world, um, we see that as probably the final frontier for being able uh, to really allow mining companies to to break out of the mold of being seen as the, these monolithic technical only companies and and become modern participants in the modern economy. Oh, that's right. And look, and I've been directly affected by this type of thing. I've implemented SAP systems and then sitting there struggling to go, what can I do with the operational information to bring it to, to the accountants, to the CEO? Um, yeah. you know, there was no real effective way of uh, you know bring reporting to them, which was meaningful. And actually, sort of one, there's two different ways of uh, sort of looking at, at, at your operations, one from a mining uh, perspective, the technical side of mining, um, you know, the, the KPIs, the KPAs that drive the efficiency the production, the quality, the quantity, the you know the mine, the mill, you know your logistics and all these sort of things. But then there's also the other side of the equation as well. You need to make sure the company is running effectively from a financial perspective. You might be doing great things, producing great tons of quality, but you're yeah. you're not doing it very very well um, financially, and uh, you could be running at a loss. Um, so, but a lot of times, the way after the event that they're able to. Uh, yeah, understand what, what what's happening um, with the, with the operations and the effects on the budget, and yeah. um, and but with my RP, the way that we're going, we're doing it, we're building that digital triplet as we call it, um, is is and doing it in the ability to do it in real time is going to be uh, really powerful for for the CFO, the COO, the CEO, um, actually all all parts of the business. Yeah, so you know, you're using a term there which um, many people might not know. It's a minor P-ism of note, and that's the digital triplet. I mean, everyone knows what a, what a digital twin is, or at least everyone pretends like they know what a digital twin is, you know, yes. <clears throat> a digital representation of some physical asset out there. Um, what the heck's a digital triplet? Well, yeah, okay, so you, you have the physical, and then you have the virtual, and, you know, bringing that together as a twin in terms of those particular aspects, but the triplet is also bringing that third dimension around the financial aspects of, of the mining operation. And that's where the, the triplet part comes in. Okay, so so if we look at, at your region, and, and now this is, this is a very wide question because your region is huge. I mean, you look at business everywhere from Russia through India and Central Asia um, up to, uh, of course, Australia uh, or Australasia, I should say. Um, so it's a big region. But if you look at the the engagement that um, that we've been driving over the past year, what would you say is is the maybe the top three things um, that mining companies are asking for now? What what are the real problems that they seem to be uh, struggling solving uh, at the moment? We see a lot is that decision latency, the fragmentation of information. That's that's one big area that they you know it, it's the 
the speed and the velocity and the variety of data that they're getting, they're not dealing or coping at all with this uh, with this situation. And mm. you know, they have a lot of this data around, they, and they're not able to use it. And also, uh, really, like we're sort of getting onto that thing about the the, the planning uh, side of areas and the scheduling. They're, they're, that's that's not being handled very well at all at the moment. It's fragmented. It's siloed. And then also that's leading to then the problems in also into your uh, work execution space. They they really want to get control in that operational execution. They really want to understand how they can um, really improve the the shift. You know, there are probably three areas that we see a lot, especially in the mining operations space, which is you know really a core focus for where mine RP is. Yeah, and the kind of companies that we've been dealing with is it mostly the typical iron ore gold metal kind of companies yep there's the iron ore there's the gold companies we um we you know we're talking to the iron ore companies here in australia um we've got a very good client bhp um we we collaborate with them we've actually got a meeting pretty much straight away after this when i talk to mp with uh, with one uh with, with bhp and um but and also um yeah sort of our uh, companies in uh, in australia around the gold um anglo gold shanty is uh, one of our very strong partner of ours and that local here, they're wanting to um, uh, look look towards us. And and also in the coal sector as well, there's getting a lot of interest um, also mm. uh, in that space. So, and 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 that's an, an interesting one because it's, uh, you know, you know, renewables and all this is taking a big hit on um, on them. You know, the gas market, they're, 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 it's, they could, could be seen to be uh, a diminishing commodity, but um, but there's still a market there for them, and and they're struggling under the uh, you know the cost pressures and the reducing you know prices for their commodity, and mm. and then anything in terms of bringing sort of technologies like mine RP into their sector can really help and sustain them um, longer, and, uh, and and still bring those returns on margins that um, that they're looking for. So uh, of course, this is not all about the technology. Um, you and, and, and neither are you working alone in in your region. So so your team is important uh, that you that you have both a team locally and and some backup guys around the world to uh, to bring the the knowledge that is required to address the problems in all of these different kinds of uh, mines and and minerals and commodities that you're working in. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a good um, a good team here. Um, you know, I'm really proud of my team. Like. Uh, 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 Yelani and Hannah and Adrian and Candice as well. You know, who runs our financial side of things. But they they've been they've been great. You know, me coming to the team, they've been uh, really great um, supporting um, around all the initiatives that we're going. You know, they've been really working diligently. You know, at the moment with the COVID situation, they're all working from home. The the guys with families have uh, had to deal with homeschooling. You know, little kids walking in on meetings. Uh, you can you can see the frustration levels with uh, with some of them, but um, yeah, but they really they champions and they've uh, really got through it um, really well. And and you know, really they really got solid skills and knowledge as well. Um, yeah, but, you know, here in Australia, but also from the guides in in South Africa. You know, just the opportunities we've been working with and the demos within the sales that develop an area. They've uh, just been outstanding in terms of the quality and the just the thought processes and thinking that's gone around um, things. Sometimes we've probably gone a little bit too far. I thought hold it back a little bit, um, but uh, yeah. no, but it's just been great though. You know, just sometimes yeah, it's it's just, it's fantastic. 
And then, of course, as you just said, in uh, 2020 and, and your first year with MyRP has brought us the whole pandemic. Thank you very much for that, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I would not have picked <laughs> this thing happening at all when I joined in October. I, uh, I was actually in China and towards the end of October and didn't even know that was on the radar. You know, it's uh, that's when it's sort of all bubbling away uh, at the time in Wuhan and... Um, <laughs> Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, who would have known this would have happened? Yeah, look, you know, we've been hit. We got hit at the start, you know, like in, in March in mm -hmm. Australia, you know, companies shut projects, put a hold on projects. You know, they're adjusting to the new normal. You know, our access to clients sort of got uh, slowed down. There was restrictions on border movements, you know, you know, free movement of personnel, getting hold of people mm -hmm. uh, was being hard. Um, uh, you know, and you know, and also the business development process has slowed a little bit as well. well and and but other companies I've talked to are all in the same boat. So we're all all, all sailing in the same <laughs> the same boat in the same direction. I've also found that or seen that if it were only one country or one continent maybe that that had suffered from this uh, problem, then then maybe we might have seen even a, a, a bigger impact on individual companies. But what we've seen is, a, is an interesting kind of um, joint, everyone taking hands together around the world saying, well, you know what, um, yes, we're in this, but, but no one can hold their breath for a year. So we're going to make this, this thing work and we're going to see how we implement software remotely and address process optimization problems remotely, etc. Things that mining companies would have previously said, no, you know, you can only do this while you're here and you've got to actually touch the ground here and so on. And, and that's interesting how we've kind of transitioned to virtual, not only MinRP, but the whole industry seems to be that much more accepting of doing things remotely and virtually. I have to agree with you. Like, that's the one big thing. That's one thing I was uh, about to say. Um, yeah. yeah, there's just the whole remotely, uh, working remotely, a lot of senior management, you know, they've understand the digital now, Zoom, you know, uh, Teams, whatever, out there, mural for workshops, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're embracing every single thing you can find to uh, keep their businesses going. And and I think um, it's really changed their mindset, uh, you know, the, the, the previous norms that they had. I've heard of plenty of managers who said, oh, I would never have uh, allowed my employees to work from home, and now they've just embraced it completely. Um, yeah. it's, it's just a, it's just turned 180 degrees. And, you know, the smart companies, the really smart ones are really embracing the moment of change. They're mm -hmm. really taking the, the, the moment to transform. And, uh, you know, like even with MineUp, we've done that. Uh, we've really gone along and uh, gone to the virtual workplace with internal people, with the clients. Mm -hmm. You know, we're collaborating really well between all the regions. I've just, you know, the, my team here is just saying how great it is, uh, just the, the level of collaboration, you know, it's, it's gone up another notch. Um, and yeah. I wasn't saying that we're collaborating before, but it's just gone to <laughs> to another notch. If we, if we can only figure out this niggly last thing, namely time zones, you know, that might help uh, a lot. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to go and so move to Maldives. I, think, um, that's, I was sort of thinking maybe moving to the Maldives or something. That would probably give me a good time zone. <laughs> yeah, then take advantage of uh, virtual Earth and go for the... For the tropical spot to spend your time, you know, as long yeah, as there's right. internet, you can do the job. I'm, I'm, I'm only four hour flight from everywhere then, so. Uh. Yes. 
Leon, it's been great having you on. One last comment maybe before you leave us or before we wrap this up. Our partnerships with other companies uh, is really important. And uh, that's another thing that, that we're looking at you to develop uh, much more actively in, in your region. And that is value-added relationships with, with, our, uh, with our ecosystem partners. You know, so that we can go and solve problems together that none of us would have been able to solve alone. Yes. Um, how are you finding those partnership talks going? Oh, really well. You know, we've got that core strategic um, partnership group of uh, Deloitte, IBM, SAP, Wabtec. They this has been really great. You know, just the collaboration between Deloitte here locally, especially sort of getting the understanding of the coal coal sector, and and um, and that has been. Uh, really, really, really beneficial. You know, IBM in Russia, you know, we would, wouldn't be able to uh, get where we are getting to, uh, especially with the opportunities we have at the moment without them and the assistance they're doing there. And with that, that's actually built up really good you know, opportunity to look for uh, additional collaboration here in Australia. You know, SAP has always been a long-term partner and, um, you know, we've constantly talking to them and Webtech as well, uh, you know, they're really, really important um, sort of work we've done with them in the past here in Australia, but also over in uh, South Africa, which we're looking to sort of bring further into into the market here. Just recently, I just gave a presentation on you know, where the GE CAD system was uh, integral part of uh, the Humsberg Smart Ore Movement um, technology that uh, we developed there. So, uh, yeah, we've got some really good uh, stories to tell uh, with the collaboration we have. Leon, thanks a lot for that and, and uh, happy one year anniversary, one year birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, new birth here at uh, Minor P. Been great here. It's it's great to have you as part of the uh, of the Minor P team, and um, you know to to you and your team, uh, the best of luck for the year ahead. And let's uh, let's all trust that that'll be dare I say less interesting than 2020, but more effective even if, <laughs> if that's possible. And thank you for, for your whole team and your commitment to and what you're bringing to the industry there. No, thank you, Epi. And um, yeah, look, I, I'd have to go and say thank you to MineRP. The team's great. Peter Nell is a fantastic leader. And, mm. um, and the rest of the Exco have been extremely supportive of me and the team over here. And uh, looking forward to more years. Thank you, Leon. Uh, we'll chat soon again. Yeah, cheers. Thank you.